Golden State Warriors return to a familiar place. They're on top of the NBA world. They've reached the summit of the Avalanche for 2022 Stanley Cup champions. The appetizer to your Super Bowl feast, episode 175 of For Future Considerations. I got my sweatpants on already, ready to mow down on some food this weekend. I know jo- John, I mean, it's it's the weekend, so John's going to do it. And and Manny's going to be too nervous to eat anything, right? He might just throw up whatever he's eating because his <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, if you haven't heard him mention it before, are in the Super Bowl. Hey, boys, what's going on? Not too much. I am uh, I'm trying to stretch out my stomach. You know, some people pre-drink. I like to pre-eat. Yeah, you're on like the Joey Chestnut training uh, plan, right? Yeah, that's right. Just had a bunch of pasta. My wife had an Olive Garden recipe that she made today. So, uh, yeah, swallowed that whole. Now we're ready to go. Wait a minute. Is this the John Rashad? I thought you were Bobby Valentine, baby. <laughs> oh, I recognize God. that voice. Yeah, the dulcet tones of Bobby Valentine. Uh, got any Dolly Parton for us? Yeah. <laughs> for anyone who is unfortunate enough to live outside of Owen Sound, I was uh, recruited to be on a radio station contest where I had to sing at the top of my lungs in the shower, and I don't sing, so... <laughs> <laughs> it is terrible, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it's a great it's a great. I understand they're going to be putting it out as a CD. Uh, soon yeah, enough that's that right. You'll be able to buy, and uh, the only unfortunate <laughs> thing about it is John was the only one that got wet in the whole performance. So. <laughs> it is the second best thing about the episode this week. Bobby Valentine <laughs> singing. Come on, you can put put some of your songs in the podcast for a shot. I want to hear this. <laughs> Okay, I'll go dig up a clip. Yeah! I swear by the moon and the stars in the sky. I heard that uh, Bobby Valentine's going to be singing Pump It or Dump It this week. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? (laughs) Pump it! (laughs) Whatever it is, the first pre-listen pump. <laughs> Tell me you sing Islands in the Stream. That's all I want to know. <laughs> Strangers in the night. Uh, it's the second best thing, boys, because it's Super Bowl week and the Eagles are playing for the championship. It doesn't matter what happens, but we know they're going to win. It's going to be a fantastic weekend, fellas. Woo! Hey, hey, John, next week, remind Manny that it doesn't matter what happens in the game <laughs> when the Chiefs blow them out of the water. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. The sun will still come up the Monday morning after Super Bowl, Manny, just so you I know. might not see it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'll be in a snowbank celebrating <laughs> with my shirt off, and hopefully I'll have some pants on. <laughs> Woo! Manny's already prescribed the Alexander Ovechkin celebration tour for himself. First thing is going down to the waterfront, jumping in the Detroit River, <laughs> swimming laps to celebrate. I'm going to be sliding on the streets of Windsor, right? Bare chested. <laughs> Woo! Rashad, you're coming to the party, right? Yes, yes, I'll be there. You start without me. Bobby Bobby Valentine's singing at halftime. I'm taking the over on the length. That's what they all say. Exactly. See, I just set it up. It's like volleyball. I just set it up for Matt and yep. he knocks him down, baby. Uh-huh. Woo! It's kind of like Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown this weekend. That's what it's gonna be. That's what it's gonna be like. Hey, if you missed last week's episodes, go back, have a listen. As yeah, I sort of repeat what I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah. Celebrating the Eagles trip to the Super Bowl during our debate episode. That's right. If you're a regular listener, it's not getting old at all. And we also had a great guest, too, the return of the OT with our, with our second episode of the week. It was a special interview, and uh, 
it was really, really uh, interesting. It was uh, profound um, with former OHL and NHL tough guy, Theo Peckham. So if you haven't listened to that, it's Theo Peckham like you've never heard him before. So definitely go back and have a listen. Yeah, Theo was awesome. Some some very funny stories and some really honest personal stories as well, which we're really appreciative of, of him opening up and, and kind of giving us that look at what professional athletes go through on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, go back, have a listen. Let us know what you think, too, for future considerations at gmail.com. And since this is Super Bowl week, we have a lot of football to talk about. Before we get to the the debate, probably the best part of this week's episode, we wrapped up our first free fantasy football league, uh, the FFCFFL, which I understand Manny's team finished last. Um, what do you mean Manny's team? No, it was our team. I, look, I was there for the draft. I was trying to get you to take Michael Irvin. You wouldn't listen. You, you cost us the championship. You wanted some guy named Lamar Jackson instead of my boy Jalen Hurts. I've never heard of either of them. <laughs> <laughs> and we, anyways, we said whoever would win the league was going to join us for a special episode of For Future Considerations. Please welcome this year's winner. He's got the champ belt over his shoulder, not modest at all. One of our best friends, Curtis from California. Hey, boys! That, oh, the shoot! I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. From RacingDudes.com. I'm so sorry. You were trying to say my name, and I, it was a false start. Uh, let's just change my name to Lane Johnson for the rest of the show. Sound good? <laughs> <laughs> if you've got the championship belt, it works. That's what I'm saying. You can do anything you want with that thing. Curtis, what's going on? Boys, good to see you. Uh, good to be back. Thanks for having me, and uh, the pleasure is all yours. As you said, yes, the champ. What I've got here, uh, since you guys, it was a free league. You guys were too cheap to spring for one. This is the fantasy belt for winning the fantasy, or for the belt for winning the fantasy league for the racing dudes, the Triple Crown Fantasy League. Uh, last year, the champions right here. So I got this beautiful gold-plated belt. Uh, this is great radio. You got all the horses that we drafted uh, are adorned on the different uh, wow. buckles there. So, yeah. My pride and joy right here. That's fantastic. Yeah. Wow, that must have cost like 15 bucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1750 was shipping. Uh. <laughs> Curtis, congrats. First ever champ. That's By the way, who was your quarterback? A uh, guy named Jalen Hurts. Uh, ah. I believe you were talking about him. Yeah, I, I, listen, I asked you this a couple of times. During the season, I'll ask you once more now that the season, the fantasy season's over. Are you still comfortable with taking Lamar Jackson over Jalen Hurts and letting me have him? No! <laughs> I wasn't comfortable on draft day, but with with John have, have, looking to draft CFL guys and Matt looking to draft Michael Irvin and Troy Aikman, I had to at least give him something when they said, Something semi-intelligent like Lamar Jackson. So, <laughs> listen. The, uh, the 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 good news is there's the uh, John's Nathan Rourke. Uh, your buddy Nathan Rourke got to uh, I think I'll go to Jacksonville for a game and and watch them lose in the playoffs. Did he at least get to do that? <laughs> he got to go on the field and shake Trevor Lawrence's hand before the game. That's what he won. That's, hey, listen, that's a, that, that's a prize that anyone would be happy to have uh, if they were drunk, maybe a little high. And since they lost, he got cut anyway, so. Listen, he just, the important thing is that he got to see a jersey with, the back, with his name on the back of it, and he didn't have to pay somebody to do it and then feel crazy for doing it. That's not something I've ever done. I don't know who would do that. <laughs> <laughs> you're the you're the guy that's got red wings with the Z sixty nine that's walking around Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> ah, you knew it. I was trying to be incognito with the mask and everything. But uh... <laughs> great to have uh, so you on the podcast, Curtis. 
Thanks. I was uh, I was running a little late to to show up here. I had to change actually at the last second. I I was I realized I was wearing an old Christmas shirt, but then I remembered what happened with Eagles fans in Santa Claus. So I was like, you know what? If I'm going to piss Manny off, let's wait till we're halfway through the show at least. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> well, it's already started, so it don't matter now. I'm in a better mood now that you're here. Oh, good, good. Yeah, and. Uh, d- Good to see John. You, uh, you lucky son of a gun. Uh, you brought me on last year for the Kentucky Derby, and I hyped up all these horses. And all you needed to do was just listen to John. Apparently, the horse that wasn't even in the race when you had me on your show goes off and wins. It makes me look like an idiot, but I'm not bitter about it. No, <laughs> he, he's still living off the winnings. He's making actually. Super Bowl bets off the winnings. <laughs> That's what I did today. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hats off to you. The uh, better to do that than buy a bunch of Champ burgers, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've done that too <laughs> today. <laughs> so, what's going on in the world of sports, boys? Anything big happening? Nope, that's the end of the show. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Appreciate it, boys. Let's get to it. You're John. Mom, you said that you're rooting for offenses. Yeah. I am going to be screaming the entire game. Whoever has the ball. I want it to be the highest scoring Super Bowl ever in the history of Super Bowls. Ooh. Let's do it. But who are you actually rooting for? You got to root for a team. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do that. That's Donna Kelsey, the mother of Travis and Jason Kelsey, who will be the first ever brothers playing against each other in the Super Bowl as the Philadelphia Eagles take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Before we get to your predictions, let's do some bets. So, uh, all right. So, uh, looked up some props, and these are the ones that uh, we found that were the most interesting. Over under on mentions for the brothers facing each other in the first for the first time in the Super Bowl. And we have the uh, the coin. What's the Uh, line? Wasn't it one and a half? Yes, like that? yes, that's right. It was one and a half. Yeah, which we thought was a little low. <laughs> so, guys, what do you think? Over or under? That's I'm a, going way over. That's a way over. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be over. Usually with the Super Bowl, you come in and there's like one big like personal story that gets everybody's mom interested beyond just the halftime show. And, and what else do you have other than two little boys you know, playing each other for the Super Bowl and their mom is just so proud and look how cute that jersey is that she's wearing. It's, yeah, it's way over as well. I can't, couldn't agree with you harder. And then John, you're the over too, right? Right, yes. Yep, absolutely. Okay. And then we have the coin toss, heads or tails. It's always heads, boys. It's always heads. <laughs> Back when I was playing... He- Go ahead. I'm going heads too, guys. This is easy. Back when I was a little long- youngster playing uh, a little mini mite hockey on the ice in Kalamazoo, Michigan, uh, long before my dreams and aspirations being a fantasy football god uh, in a free league, they taught me <laughs> one tenant. They're like... We don't do coin flips in hockey, but if you ever get a chance to do one, remember, tails never fails. It's tails, boys. Whoa. Tails, it's got a saying and everything. Wow. John, what do you got? Well, see, I, I was going to go heads, but now I think I'm going to go tails. That sold me right there. I'm going to go tails. <laughs> remember what Curtis did to you last time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have the national anthem. Will it be over or under two minutes and 11 seconds? Chris Stapleton's doing the anthem, right, fellas? Yes. Good old country singer. Don't they like to go slow and, you know, stretch out those words a little bit? Oh, you're saying you're going over then? That's a tough one. I'm going over. 211? I'm going over. 211. Ooh. That's a tough one. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. I think he's going to he's going to jazz it up a little bit, and he's going to go quick. Jazz it up. You can jazz. Sure, he's jazzing it up. It's country. <laughs> How do you jazz that up? <laughs> you put some put some sequins on your cowboy. He'll find a way. You watch. <laughs> he's going to turn it into a toe tapper. Do, do they do they count it to when you you finish the American national anthem like for good or is this a case where like if you've got a Whitney Houston who just keeps repeating the last couple of words over and over and over and over like you know do we just at, at the end of the you know home of the free land of the brave like is that where we cut it off or we just keep going on and on well I always get confused it's whenever the last word isn't it isn't that what yeah. it is first word yeah. the last word yeah yeah it's whenever the singer stops singing whether they repeat it or not. 
Listen, this hmm. this is what this one's an easy uh, an easy one, boys. Since 2015, and I got stats. I got stats here. I love oh, it. Oh, here we Since go. 2015, the national anthem has gone over two minutes and 11 seconds once. This is a guy who can't hold his voice. He's a country singer. It's just going to be a little hickory dickory dock. Uh, God bless America. And out. Way under. Way under. Yeah, I'm going to say under as well. Although it's going to feel, because it's a country star, it is going to feel like it goes way over. Way Like, we're going to be about 15 seconds in and go, uh, is it it? Did we hit it yet? Nope, only been 15 seconds. All right. <laughs> And then, uh, who's going to air a commercial first, Doritos or M and M's? Ooh, see, Doritos. The problem with the Super Bowl now, and here, here's the thing: this is what I hate about the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh God, here we go. They've we can never already, keep this guy happy. They've already leaked like five of the commercials, so we've already seen the Doritos commercial, and it's a Breaking Bad commercial. They're not going to blast that one early on in the show. That's going to be like after Manny is a case and a half in mid second quarter. Uh, it's going to be M&M's first, for sure. Manny said he's doing uh, a shot per throwing yard uh, for Jalen Hurts uh, on Sunday. Wow. No That's- problem. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's going to be Doritos, because you've seen the commercial already. They're going to play it already and make you watch more so you can see the other new commercials. It's going to be Doritos. No, it's I'm going to go M&M's, and here's the thing. Take a page out of wrestling's book, right? I got the wrestling belt here. Wrestling, when you're building to a big pay-per-view like WrestleMania, you don't just suddenly at WrestleMania, here's the first like big match, like mm-hmm. the first time you're hearing about this big match. No, they build up the storyline. <laughs> what have we been seeing with M&M's? Maya Rudolph, the Ma and Yaz, the commercials for that. They're building mm-hmm. up. Maya Rudolph is going to be a big part of their Super Bowl ad campaign. I'm telling you, she's going to be fresh out of the gate. She's going to have multiple M&M commercials with Maya Rudolph. I'm calling not just the first, but several. Wow. Curtis going with a a wardrobe malfunction Maya Rudolph here at some point. (laughs) You contradicted yourself. You can't suck and blow at the same time. They're going to wait. They're going to wait till the midway through the game. Before you see Maya, they're gonna keep they keep you on the string, keep you on the fishing line. John, break the tie. What do you think? I'm gonna go Doritos. Oh. I'm gonna say Doritos first. You sheep. <laughs> I don't know why. I was gonna throw that in at some point. <laughs> what else you got, John? All right, the first beer commercial, and they've got two Heineken or Budweiser. You know what? If if I'm Budweiser and I'd want to call myself the king of beers, I would be damn embarrassed if there was another beer commercial that aired before me. Budweiser might they might be the first commercial when they go to break after they they tease the thing. Budweiser is the king of beers. They're going to be first on top or I swear I'll never drink another Budweiser product until probably next Thursday after uh Leamington Flyers victory in those days. <laughs> it's America. It's Budweiser. It's America. It's it's got to be Budweiser because if the, the, you've got to think about too, they want to catch you when you're watching the most often, right? The, the most eyes on TV, and they're going to get the most eyes at the beginning because you know who knows how long into the first or second quarter Patrick Mahomes it breaks another ankle, and we have to, you know, the Eagles have to go face their 17th straight high school quarterback in a game. So uh, it's that Budweiser doesn't want to hang around at the end because they know the Eagles are going to blow this out. They're, they're going to be there. Atta they're going to be hot and heavy at the beginning. We're going to break the Chiefs, too? This is going to be amazing. John, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, I'm going Budweiser, too. And I think Budweiser will be in the very first very first stoppage after kickoff. Budweiser is the first commercial up, I think. There it is. It's unanimous. <laughs> and uh, Andy Reid loves cheeseburgers. Will he eat a cheeseburger before the end of the game broadcast? <laughs> you, you think mid-game he's going, he's going quick sandy mid-game? <laughs> like you know he's he's gonna get hungry right like second quarter the eagles are up 21 nothing uh he's gonna be hangry 
<laughs> Except he doesn't get a Mars bar. He's going to eat a cheeseburger. No, he's not eating a cheeseburger before the end of the game. <laughs> he He's too slick. He's smarter than all these celebrity paparazzi know-it-alls. He's going to have a cheeseburger in his in his possession. And when they hold up the mouth, uh, the, the play, play sheet, so that the other team isn't reading his lips, attached to it is going to be a burger. So, it, yes, it is going to be a mid-game burger. I bet you there's going to be a real quick flash on the side and a little bit of mustard or something just uh, just sitting there still. How much yeah, money are you putting on that? <laughs> All of it. All no, of it. please. <laughs> Are we? Are we like? Are there cameras in the locker room? Are we going to know at halftime if he's already eating his feelings because they're down twenty-one nothing? Like, is, is that what's going to happen? It comes out he's got a little extra red and yellow on his Chiefs uh, apparel. There, yeah. I say no. I, I say no. But I do love the idea of it happening. If if it happens, Alvin, I'd never be happier to lose a bet. <laughs> John, you like a cheeseburger? Where are you going? With I love that? a cheeseburger, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to say oh. no. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, and then the next one uh, we have the Gatorade color bath. Which color of Gatorade will we see at the end of the game for the winning coach? We are going Kansas City Chiefs red, baby. Well, I know where that oh. asshole's going with his bets for the rest of the <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, would, um, do you want me to give you? A, I, got, I got a bit of research on this. If anyone wants a bit of research, twenty twenty two, the L A Rams was blue. Twenty twenty one was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, also blue. Twenty twenty, Kansas City Chiefs, orange. 2019, the New England Patriots was blue, and then we'll just go back to 2018. Philadelphia Eagles was yellow. Well, the Eagles brought out the orange when they broke the Niners. They're going to do it again. Orange. I'm. I'm actually. Oh, I'm going to go with Manny one. on this one. You can uh, right now. I'm actually looking at odds right now. You can get five to two second choice on oranges, the Gatorade color, uh, and, and not just because they're repeating history when they uh, did it with the 49ers. There, you got to remember the Eagles made believers out of the city of New York. They turned the Empire State Building green and white for the Eagles. So they're making fans out of everybody. They're going to take the Chiefs kind of like if you mix red and yellow, it turns orange. They're going to dump it all over themselves, celebrate like it's the Chiefs' blood, and the Chiefs fans are going to love it. <laughs> I love it. The Chiefs' blood a, is what they're celebrating. That's a great answer. <laughs> We're going to break the Chiefs and drink their blood. <laughs> I'm going to go yellow like last time. I'm going to say they're going to tradition from the last Super Bowl win, and I'm going to say yellow. All right. Okay. Some of the uh, more predictable ones. Which team scores the first touchdown? Eagles. First touchdown, not first score. First touchdown. It's going to be Philly. It's going to be Philly. I'm going to go Chiefs. Ooh. No, I'm not. I'm going Eagles. Come on. I'm going Eagles. (laughs) Yeah. John, you're going to make it unanimous? Yeah, I'm going to go Eagles as well. Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right, and then the next one is which player will score the first touchdown? Jalen Hurts. He's going to put everyone on notice. I'm here to play and win. Jalen Hurts, baby. I'm going to go with my uh, my fantasy tight end star, Dallas Goddard. By the way, thanks to Goddard, Dallas finally back in the Super Bowl again. Took him forever, but <laughs> there. <laughs> they no longer suck. Well... Uh, <laughs> and I'm going with Jalen Hurts finding his man in the corner. Touchdown, Jason Avant. Is he still playing? Is Jason Avant still in the NFL? No. Oh, okay. He, he's, <laughs> he's, the, going, he's, the, he's the sideline reporter for Michigan football, though. It's going right across the middle to Jeremy Macklin. Touchdown, Eagles. It's, no, not him either. Not him either. <laughs> no. <laughs> Deshaun Try Jackson again. is Deshaun Jackson still still there? Try again. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's the what's the left guard's name? They're gonna do a he's gonna <laughs> substitute in as an eligible receiver. Left guard <laughs> touchdown. Called it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but Harold Carmichael. Maybe Harold Carmichael's still open. There somewhere. we go. I like that. Chuck all Sean Jeffrey in the corner, yeah. bringing it in. 2018 all over again. Terrell Owens goes out and stands in the middle of the logo after the touchdown. John, who do you got? I was going to go Jalen Hurts, too. I was going to say he's going to tiptoe it in from a couple of yards out after a big, huge opening drive. There we go. I like it. All right. And then total points in the game, over or under 50? Ooh, that's the line. Oh, that's the line. Okay. <clears throat> Suddenly got serious here. All right. <laughs> the room we got a lot more some mass here. <laughs> Shit, Just now we're like talking that. football. All right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the line's been math. moving. The line's been moving, It too. has been. Over under 50. That was a lot higher than earlier in the week. I, uh, I got in... When they posted the line at 50 and a half, I think is what they had the, the line at the time. And I took the under on 50 and a half. And I am uh, confident in the under once again. I'm going to agree with the uh, with Matt there. Uh, the last 19 Super Bowls, I got some stats for you too. Not as good as Matt's, but... Uh, last 19 Super Bowls, the under is 11 and 8. So they're plus 3 on that. Uh, despite that, in those last 19 Super Bowls, 15 times... The public was betting on the over and that of that happening. The public's very wow. wrong all the time when it comes to betting. You look at this, you think like, hey, it's Patrick Mahomes, the best, probably the best overall player in the NFL versus the best team in the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to think high offensive potential, but I, I got to say the play's got to be the under here. If you're looking into history, the last time the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, that game was over at 51 points. And the last time the Eagles won the Super Bowl, that was over at 173. <laughs> 173? <laughs> it was 41-33. I couldn't do the math. <laughs> okay, so it was over at 74. Good job, Matt. Good job. <laughs> I'm actually going to take the under here with the boys here. I'm going to go under. All right. John? Wow, it's unanimous. I'm going under as well. Do you have the the balls to do it? No balls. He's going under. (laughs) No balls. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, passing yards, Hurts or Mahomes, over or under 250? Oh, for both of them. Okay. I'll go uh, Hertz under Mahomes over. Same. Uh, like, I think Hertz is going to use his legs just as much as his arm. And I think Mahomes is going to have to throw <coughs> to keep the Chiefs in the game. So I'm going to go Hertz under Mahomes over. Now, the real question is Mahomes' ankle. Can it last long enough for him to get 250 yards? You've got to figure mm-hmm. that out. Can you get there? Uh I think he gets it done. It feels like he's a lock to get it over 250. I'm going to go over with Hertz as well. Uh, I don't feel like he's going to want to – I don't think it's going to be a whole lot more than 250. It could be like 253, 257. But he's got too many good offensive weapons that, plus his feet. I think his feet will be able to open up the field a little bit. Could see especially the second half him really open it up in the field. Mahomes is faking with that ankle. Come on. Faker. You better hope he's not <laughs> – it doesn't matter. We're going to knock him out again. We're going to break the Chiefs. John, what do you got? I'm going to go Hurts over and Mahomes under as well. Mahomes under? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Sorry. I'm backwards. Just, just say, you got, yeah. Why? You Mahomes over, Hurts under. <laughs> what the hell John am I doing here? John did all of a sudden go out on a limb here, boys. Don't, don't need to panic. No, 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 no. I take the safe bet every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For a second, and now there, the he big was question. singing Valentine's tunes. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so now the big questions: Who wins the Super Bowl, and who will be the Super Bowl MVP? Where are we starting here, boys? Go ahead, there, Chiefs fan. <laughs> we know where you're going. Get it All out right. of the way. All right, get perfect. it out of the way. Let me lay out my master plan that you've all been falling for the entire NFL season. I was cheering <laughs> for the Eagles for the perfect season. 
just to, to keep keep Manny afloat, keep Manny, be the positive one. And now I've turned against them because they failed me in that one. And every time I'll pick against the Philadelphia Eagles, they win. And my best friend in the world is Manny Pava. And that's why I'm saying that Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Travis Kelsey, the first tight end in NFL history to win Super Bowl MVP. And they're going to be pouring their own blood all over themselves in victory at the Gatorade celebration at Super Bowl, whatever number this is, wherever it's being played. And then they're all going to just pass Rihanna around. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Now that's a well, celebration. I, something just came up. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, John. Go ahead. Everybody knows who I'm picking. I'll go last. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna pick the exact same two you are picking, Manny. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick your Eagles, and, and then I'm gonna pick Hertz for the MVP. Like going out on a limb, as always. Did who? Remind me who votes on this? Is it just like the NFL writers pool or something like that that votes on this? Uh, at the game, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I didn't know if the fans got involved. Because if Philly fans got to vote after they won, it wouldn't go to Jalen Hurts. I'm calling an upset. Philly fans, they're so happy to finally see big hits in the postseason. Hassan Reddick on defense is going to be what gets the job done for him. Mm. Uh, I'm calling a big defensive turnover. Hassan Reddick, maybe a fumble return for a touchdown, interception for a touchdown. Hassan Reddick. And, of course, fly Eagles fly. Manny, I don't know what these two – guys on the bottom here are doing but you and i were on top for a reason that's right you've got the belt although matt matt's given the chiefs the kiss of death here so he went with the niners the eagles won he's going with the chiefs so we know what's going to happen the I eagles win. are going to win i went with the giants i went against the eagles in the bye i've been cheering <laughs> against them since, since they lost the first first game of the regular season and I love the Hassan Reddick pick. It's my dark horse MVP, Hassan Reddick. I think he's going to be a wrecking ball against Kansas City's offense. I think it is a quarterback-driven league, so I'm going to go Hurts, but my dark horse is Reddick. I love the call, Curtis. And by Sunday night, we're all going to be singing, Fly, Eagles, fly, on the road to victory. Sing it, Bobby Valentine. (laughs) (laughs) And and Curtis, I don't know if you know this, that Manny had his daughter singing that before she could before she could talk. Almost, (laughs) it was great. I don't know if you have it in Canada. In America, we would have called Child Protective Services on you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody wanted to give my kid a, a Detroit Lions jersey for, for when he was born. I said, get that the hell away from him. I'm not putting him through that life of misery and turmoil. I, you guys know there's a crazy stat on this. Whichever team wins the Super Bowl, they will officially have more wins in that stadium this year than the Arizona Cardinals who actually played nine home games there this season and went one and eight. Yeah, the Chiefs come in in September. The Eagles win in, uh, I think it was October. The Cardinals won one game all year. Whoever wins, they're coming out with a better home record than the actual home team that played there all year. That's, That's a great stat. I <laughs> love it. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, very, very rarely known thing about uh, Manny's oldest daughter, Abby. Her first word was not mama or dada. It was Cunningham. <laughs> very surprised very surprised and not Richie <laughs> people under 40 are like googling that right now who's Richie Cunningham <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know there's more than one Cunningham I knew about Randall <laughs> so uh, one more football question has to do with Tom Brady's retirement he announced that decision right after we released last week's episode so we got a few messages and questions about it were you guys surprised by his decision and how do you think he'll do as a football broadcaster I was actually surprised like if he came back last year after a pretty good year why wouldn't he come back after a bad year and try to 
earn back some of his legacy. In the end, it wouldn't matter, right? His legacy is going to be the GOAT. He's going to be the greatest of all time. So I was a little bit surprised by the announcement. I was also surprised that Fox is giving him a year before he gets in the booth. He's not going to be a broadcaster till 2024. I thought they would try to jump on that bandwagon as quick as possible and get him on the broadcast. I don't know how good he'll be. Um, Greg Olson's pretty good, the guy he's going to replace mm-hmm. in 2024. Um, Tony Romo's fallen off a cliff, I think, in the broadcast Oof. world. He was all capital the So we can't do any worse than that. I feel bad for Greg Olson. He's just kind of awaiting his fate. He's trying to be a nice guy about it. I read an article and he's like, well, there's nothing I can really do about it. And he's just waiting to be replaced. Like it kind of sucks to be Greg Olson these days. John, John, were you a fan of Greg Olson when he was playing? No, not, okay. not really. So, so it's just Bruce Boudreaux you give that kiss of death to then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, Manny. I, I'm surprised that he's retiring, but also I think there was a, a time where he got a call from his agent fielding some, see where he might land, see some teams that might call and said, listen, we, we've got a possibility you could play for the Raiders. And then he ran out to the beach and started playing, hitting record. So <laughs> I think once he realized what the landscape looked like, he, he was very quick to, to pack it in. I don't want to... I don't want to cast aspersions or think that I know anything about his his relationship with his previous wife. But is it all possible Tom Brady just wanted an excuse for breaking up with the richest, most powerful supermodel in history? Like, like he was married to her and was supposed to retire, right? And then he's like, no, we're going back. And he never consulted her. And then, you know, now they get a divorce. And divorce is finalized the second the season's done. He's like, guys, I'm out. I'm done. I'm good. I uh, should have done this a while. Like, like, it feels to me like maybe he just wanted to get away from Giselle and you know, go off and do whatever it is he's going to do now. He's, I, you know, between him and Cliff, Kling, Cliff Kingsbury, I don't think they're uh, they're hurting for too much to do in the offseason right now. I think there's another story there that we don't know. Like, I think there's more to the Giselle-Tom breakup than what meets the eye. Oh, what do you think, TMZ? We did. We should have put. We should have put that in uh, in the uh, predictions here. What was the right? real reason for the Tom Brady Giselle Bunch and breakup? John knows all the gossip. Come on, John. Come on, Bobby Valentine. <laughs> Do you think Giselle cheated on him? Ooh, boy! Oh, that's a spicy meatball. That's. Ooh. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end on a cliffhanger. There, this is like a season finale. <laughs> Can you believe what we just saw? This is incredible. You know, guys, I gotta be honest. I have goosebumps. Unbelievable! Oh my God! Oh wow! And now it's time for our play of the week. Not a lot of options this week, but this is the play that won out. This should oh, be yeah. easy. Thanks for coming. Oh, how about that? Take care. Yeah! Thanks for coming. Take care. Woo! Connor McDavid goes four for four in 9.49 seconds in accuracy shooting at the NHL All-Star Challenge. That was pretty sick, actually. Yeah. He did wow. it under 10 seconds. Four for uh-huh. four. Picking corners. I'd still be trying to hit. Them if, if I started last Friday. You'd have one of them. You, you would have gotten one of them. <laughs> I'd still be trying to get up after falling down on my skates. <laughs> I'd be over at the boards trying to pull my way up. <laughs> I think it still counts if you can shoot it while you're pushing that little dolly thing that they, uh, they put out there for the kids. You can still balance on that. I think it counts. <laughs> Our play of the week is brought to you by London Awnings, quality that shows. And next week we'll post the poll at Podcast FFC on Twitter. You can skip it already because it's just going to be four stupid plays the Eagles make. But (laughs) (laughs) select whichever one you want. Oh, which which angle of the trophy lifting is it going to be? Who's uh, who lifted it the highest? Podcast FFC on Twitter is where you'll find your options. Which Eagles touchdown will I vote for this week? (laughs) Woo! Are you ready?
And now some rapid fire questions for you guys. Zach and Waterloo wants to know our thoughts on Kyrie Irving and the trade after he was dealt by Brooklyn to Dallas. And uh, he wants to know if the Mavs are now the team to beat. Are you a basketball fan, Curtis? Oh, boy, only when it's college basketball, March Madness, you can start betting on it. Uh, listen, Kyrie Irving, I think that this should have happened a long time ago. I know about the drama with him, and uh, there's a lot of it. So, you know, getting rid of him, getting him out of Brooklyn and to Dallas. Like, does anybody really knows what, know what happens in Dallas? No, other than they don't make the Super Bowl, right, Manny? So, yeah, hey. I, don't, I don't think that's really much of an <laughs> issue. You kind of bury him, hide him there. It's a good spot for him to go be, you know, wacky Kyrie. Curtis is stealing my lines. Dallas ain't going to win anything. They're not going to win anything in football. They're not going to win anything in basketball. (laughs) I like him this year. (laughs) (laughs) How are are you coming in right now at the time that we speak? How are you coming in possibly as the favorite? 29 and 26 and sitting sitting fifth in the Western Conference. Not going to happen. Second round, maybe. But somehow Kyrie Irving is going to make this team worse. And Brooklyn will be better. Mark my words, Brooklyn will be better. And the NHL and NFL All-Star events were held on the weekend, and Dave and Owen Sound wants to know if we watched or liked any of the events. I know the NFL, or sorry, the NHL, got a lot of criticism for that goalie tandem thing. A lot of people hated that on social media. The whole thing was awful. I watched a bit of the dodgeball for football. That was somewhat interesting for maybe two minutes. And then... uh, Um, When I turned on the NHL one, uh, it was the golf event at the NHL event. And I was like, okay, 30 seconds, I'm done. Right? Like, I I didn't find anything entertaining. In fact, I think all all all-star events are pretty unwatchable now. The the whole idea is lost. Like you you've now come into a point where you're so desperate for people to watch that you're making your athletes play other sports entirely. (laughs) I know a great idea. Let's get them to do something that they haven't done their entire lives and made a name for themselves doing and and have made millions of dollars. That'll be fun. Nobody cares. This should be like you get a little plaque at the end of the year or your team gets to announce it in in your last home game that you're an all-star. You get to put it on your little uh, footballreference.com page and, and walk away. The all-star games in in general, and I don't know how this has happened because I, I can't stand the baseball all-star game. Somehow the home run derby, just being the home run derby, has become the most normal, watchable event because it's just actually what these guys are paid to do to, to entertain us in the sport that they play. I, you know, the, the fact that if you look at who some of the quarterbacks were should tell you everything about this. You've got Trevor Lawrence, who falls bass backwards into the playoffs and, and then somehow sneaks out a win. I still don't understand that one. You've got uh, Tyler Huntley, who is, you know, one of the quarterbacks the Eagles probably beat on their way to victory here because <laughs> he hasn't been a starter for more than a uh, couple of games here. And then you got Derek Carr. What team does he even play for? He doesn't know. Nobody knows. It's not the Raiders. Who is he playing? Like, what jersey is he supposed to go out there and wear if they don't, you know, if it's the NHL style, you wear your team jersey. No, we can't do that. No, this is like, you know, Bo Horvat, but not good. <laughs> like, the leagues have to do this. It's their showcase for sponsors, right? Yes. But, like, you got to do something better. And somehow they've made these longer. Like, I, I think that the Pro Bowl events are still happening. <laughs> this is this is day four of the. Now they're doing like blind archery. Like, can we just wrap it up and say, hey, here's the best players? It doesn't matter what team they play for. We're not trying to get everybody happy so that they've got a, a all star from the Kansas City Royals or something like that. Let's just put the best teams out there and say, list them off and say, hey, these are the best guys in our league. Come watch them. And so, with uh, the NHL All Star Game being held in Toronto next year, what do we like? What do we do to make it better? Is there anything that can be done at this point? For me, I take it back to basics. Go back to the basic shooting, skating, that kind of thing. Stop all these gimmicky. What ideas. What about even taking it back further than that, John? To the basics of when we were kids, when we would just play pond hockey, like. Mm-hmm. 
right? Like three on three, you have 10 teams of three, no offsides, no icing. You play pawn hockey, game goes up to 10, like we did when we were kids. After each goal, everybody goes to center ice and they drop the puck again. Like no whistles, no no icings, no offside. Like just do something like that. Unless they're... What are they going to do for gimmicks? Like, are they going to make the players skate on the gardener? Like, what the hell are they going to (laughs) do? They're going to have a trivia uh, competition, and it's going to be name someone who played on the last Stanley Cup champion Toronto Maple Leafs team. And we can all just sit there in silence as they stare at each other, and then somebody throws out Jason Avant. good how about let's what if we put them on roller skates you ever watch a bunch of guys playing hockey for 30 years but used to you want to stop on ice you you throw your hip out right and you throw you make the cut let's see them do that on roller skates you're gonna see so many guys go behind over tea kettle in that game that that's the only gimmick that works you turn it into like a roller derby situation out there no go back to the basics come on what are we doing here we care about the shooting the skating we want to see some cool moves. Maybe have the deep competition. That was always a cool thing. And then the Al McInnes uh, game, the slap shot. See how see how fast you can blister the little rubber disc. Like that's a good one. Yeah. Beyond yeah. that, no. The, the gimmicks. It doesn't work in wrestling long term. It don't work in hockey. Hey, your boy Elias Peterson, hardest shot, Rashad. That's right. Yeah. The Canucks are going to turn it around after that. <laughs> that's right. Well, they can only go up. So that's really. The right. That's the rallying cry somehow. Let's do it for Elias's hardest shot. <laughs> Ten in a row. <laughs> He's, he was out there auditioning for his next team. <laughs> yeah. We should start texting uh, Connor Bedard every time they lose. Hey, you were uh, one step closer. Hey, want to play together? We're going to play again together. <laughs> And uh, we got this message. How about this, guys? Uh, from Daniel in Windsor. His wife scheduled their daughter's birthday party at 4 o'clock on Super Bowl Sunday. He didn't realize it until this week. <laughs> Fair or foul? <laughs> oh. She did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get divorced faster than Giselle. Sounds like you got to download a calendar app on your phone there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> priorities we got a friend who was doing the same thing with their daughter's uh birthday on, on that sunday but they didn't they're not football fans they didn't know about that but the husband works at a brewery and he they thought oh we can just use the brewery for free they thought that was a good idea and they just realized earlier this week uh that's super bowl sunday so we're gonna try and have a one-year-old girl's birthday party in the middle of a brewery on super bowl sunday so oh, uh, at least the difference man. the difference between myself and your beloved reader from windsor there uh reader listener the the difference is i got a free-flowing beer to help me out with that you my friend are uh, <laughs> you're just gonna wish you had that i'll drink one for you what was his name again daniel 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 <laughs> drinking one for you on sunday daniel Daniel's going to be watching the game on an 18-inch screen in the security room at Aerospace in, uh, in Windsor while his kids are bouncing all over the place. This is, this is completely foul, and this is all Daniel's fault. And let me tell you why this is Daniel's fault. There's three, four maybe days you need to know. You need to know your wife's birthday. You need to know your anniversary. You need to know when the Super Bowl is. And you have to realize when the first Saturday in May is. Right, Curtis? Those are the only four days you need to know the entire year. You can skip your own birthday. The kids get, what do we say? How old is the the daughter? And assuming the daughter is young, she'll forget it. She's not going to remember her birthday anyways. And you not know when the Super Bowl is. Even, I think it's going to be a Sunday in February. No, it's not. No, I don't know when the Super Bowl is yet. Hang on a second. There's this thing called the internet where I can find out in 0.47 seconds. Sorry, we can't do it that day, honey. It took Connor McDavid less time to shoot four accuracy targets than this guy to figure out when the Super Bowl was. This guy is probably some lifeless hack that watches the CFL. 
Oh, wow. Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's still just mad that Winnipeg didn't uh, three-peat this year. The, those Argos really came up and bit his, bit his betting in the butt. <laughs> I know Daniel. Daniel's a Packers fan, so I don't know what's worse. Is that he's a Packers fan or that he missed the Super Bowl? <laughs> Well, being a Packers fan, he didn't have to remember when the Super Bowl was going to be. Right? <laughs> and he will never again. <laughs> Don't you know, pump it up. you got to pump it up. And now it's time for Pump It or Dump It. And this song is the odds-on favorite to be the first one sung by Rihanna at the Super Bowl halftime show. That's Diamonds by Rihanna, the favorite to be the first song played during the Super Bowl halftime show. Do you guys like that song? It's all that's right. a good song. Yeah, yeah, that's a good song. Uh, it'll that be a great way to wash the wash the taste of country out of your mouth after the anthem's done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what did you go with, Manny, in that uh, in that spread of the first song? <laughs> uh uh I th- what bitch better have my money? I there think is the right, one that it was. <laughs> <laughs> the odds were great. They were like sixteen to one. They were sixteen to one. I took. Yeah. I took. Where have you been? And I think I got it at uh, at six fifteen or something like that. Yeah. It's got a decent little intro. Yeah. So um, while we're out of them, what is your favorite Rihanna song? Do you guys each have one? Ooh, oh like I. I think it's Rude Boy. Like, and oh, even yeah. if there was a chance to pick that song, I probably would pick that song on okay. the bed, betting app. Rude Boy. Hmm. I gotta go through the. I'm either Umbrella or Ponder Replay, and I'm not sure which one. I think probably Ponder Replay. Ooh, that's cool. Isn't that her first song ever? Her first that's one first in song. the green dress? Yeah. Yep. Wow. <laughs> What else was she? Tell, tell us more about how she looked in that video there, John. I think uh, <laughs> first video ever, green dress. Keep going. <laughs> I think do you, you even know the lyrics, or you, you? Do you know the lyrics, or you're just mesmerized by the green dress? Uh, I'm pretty sure I had it on mute. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Disturbia. Not her biggest hit, but Disturbia. Oh, that's uh, the, that's the first a great time song. I I used to live in Florida a while ago, and and uh, early in my college years, I, was, I just had turned 21, and went out with some friends to a club. Never been to a club in my life before, and uh, uh, turned out it was the kind of club where they had it was boxers and briefs night, and then there ended up being a drag show that broke out in the middle of the night. And the very first, I've never, at this point, I'd never seen a, a drag performer in my life. Very sheltered little boy from uh, Southwest Michigan. Uh, the first drag queen that came out, she came out to Disturbia. That memory is still seared in my brain tw- 13 years later. And when that song comes on, boy, uh, you better hope I'm not driving because my mind goes blank and all I see is the stage and the performer. <laughs> That is a fantastic oh, story. That really, I didn't know anyone that had a, a true Rihanna story like that. That's fantastic. <laughs> Next time Curtis comes on, guys, we got to play Disturbia. Yeah. Mark that down. Mark that down. <laughs> it's a walk-up song. <laughs> I, know what I, I know how I want to look when I walk out, too. That's the funny part of it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh did we want to do some uh, bonus bets for props sure got some rihanna go. ones yep. here if we want uh what would be the color of rihanna's hair oh she's gonna go light hair or dark hair, platinum platinum wow really? See, platinum that's one of the uh that's 
Yeah, I think that's actually one of the uh, highest odds. Actually, I think uh, I think Blonde Ooh. is actually the most will win you the most money. Okay, I'm going dark hair. I'm going dark hair, and I'm going Kansas City Chiefs red. Woo! Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You got to do something to keep the Chiefs fans watching through, you know, after that second quarter. First two quarters is such a disaster for them. They're going to want to turn it out. Well, her hair is red. Let's just keep watching. Maybe this will be good. You know, that's that's the sign we've all been waiting for. If Andy Reid would put the cheeseburger down, we'd be able to get in there and make some halftime adjustments. Do it for He's Elias be- and Rihanna. Uh. I'm going to go light brown for me. Light brown. Okay. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> All right. The other one, uh, two more actually. Um, will there be a wardrobe malfunction? No. 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 Yeah, I agree. Uh, on stage or when we see Rihanna come out in her green dress from uh, from the music <laughs> video. <laughs> there might be for John when she comes out. <laughs> <laughs> And then the next one was, uh, what will happen first? Will Rihanna use a football as a prop, an umbrella as a prop, or will there be a big pyrotechnic display first? Ooh. That one's tough. Oh, I'm, there, no, no props. This is all pyro. Burn that yeah. baby to the ground. I'm leaning <laughs> to the pyro, too. The Chiefs will want to burn it to the ground. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna say pyro. I'm gonna say you. you it's gonna be like a, a mid set, big giant pyro explosion. You know, like the first act of a big play is done, and boom, 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 and then you bring it back down, and that's when the umbrellas pop out. Because after the big storm of fire, wow. here comes the rain. We're gonna calm it back down and build back up to that second half. It's got a choreography wow. plan for this thing and everything. Remember, yeah, look at that. He was at that drag show. He know. knows how to put on a show. <laughs> got it. I know style, baby. <laughs> I'm going to go umbrellas. I'm going to say that she's going to be in a sea of umbrellas to start. A sea of umbrellas? Okay. Yeah, not There's just one. A ton of umbrellas. Sea of umbrellas. Entire sea of it. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Curtis, what's going on at racingdudes.com these days? Hey, listen, we're building up to the Kentucky Derby the first Saturday of May, and if you're like me, and, and well, don't be completely like me because you had your son on the Kentucky Derby a couple years ago, and you're going to be paying for that the rest of your life. It's like, uh, it's like <laughs> hey, I'm going to have my child on the you know second Sunday of February, and I work in the NFL for a living. Not Maybe not the best choice you could make, but hey, racingnews.com, we're building the Kentucky Derby. We are building up our YouTube channel, so youtube.com slash racingdudes. If you ever want to get into horse racing, you don't know how to bet. We've got videos, tutorials, teaching you how to bet, the, the right things to do, uh, we, building up for the Derby. We're going to have lots of picks. There's free picks, too. So if you're like, well, I want to try this, but I, I don't want to have to pay for someone's opinion, come on over. We're giving that stuff away for free. So uh, just like we, you're getting the best possible hockey content on four future considerations, horse racing, we got you at RacingDudes.com. That's great. Nice. We were told before – that we would be guests on your podcast, and John is the, the the Kentucky Derby champion, and he's still not had his phone ring yet. We're, we're <laughs> when does your expert panelist come on? <laughs> oh boy, well we'll bring you on, John. Don't worry. I, I, it's one of those things that if I bring you on too soon, you can't shoot the load too soon. You gotta. You got to save the biggest pyrotechnics for the end of the Rihanna show. You know, we can't do it here in February. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh, man. Curtis, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, Congratulations on the success of Racing Dudes. The YouTube channel is amazing, actually. Thank you. Uh, I'm on it a lot. It's fantastic. And congrats on winning the first ever for future considerations fantasy footballing. Now you got to defend the title. Yeah, it, I, you know I'm ready to do it. I'm not. It's not going to be one, two, three. I'm going to hit them low. I'm going to hit them high, and I'm going to fly onward to victory. Yes, E A G L E S Eagles. Well, remember, if you want more of this shit all week, you can follow us on social media: Podcast FFC on Twitter and Instagram for future considerations uh, on Facebook. We also got a new updated hashtag: hashtag FFC Fly Eagles Fly with the little stupid eagle icon on there, so everybody can see it. Hashtag Chiefs Kingdom.
<laughs> and don't forget, if you have any questions for an upcoming debate, send us an email for future considerations at gmail.com. This was a lot of fun with Curtis. We want to thank our sponsors, London Awnings, Quality That Shows, and Shane Topolovic of Next Level Athletics in Windsor, specializing in sport training and nutrition. And I understand he's going to make an appearance at the Super Bowl party this weekend, too. Ah, see, I was told he was holding one of the umbrellas. <laughs> I think he's looking for the green dress, the woman with the green dress. If Shane shows up at the Super Bowl party in the green dress, I'm leaving. Just want that out there. Shoot it. Hey, if you're not using your ticket, give me a call. <laughs> And on that note, (laughs) we will call it a week. Enjoy the Super Bowl, everyone. We will talk to you next week on For Future Considerations. That was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. In my opinion, that sucked. Their mentality's awful. Their attitude's awful. It's been their M.O. for the last three years. Tonight I saw and heard one of the most disgusting, rudest, sick demonstrations in my entire career. Probably the worst. It's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. You're still here? It's over. Go home.